Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Peter Bodway. Peter manages strategy and partnerships for an innovative alliance of energy companies committed to reducing environmental impacts through collaborative R&D efforts. Peter worked for more than 20 years in Asia, building and investing in a variety of businesses. His most recent role outside of Canada was with the World Wildlife Fund, where he was the chief executive officer of WWF China, based in Beijing. Prior to that, Peter lived in Hong Kong for 15 years working in the technology industry. I'll pass the mic to Peter for his conversation with Laura Kilcrease, and you can hear why you need to get your tickets for InVentures 2022. Take it away, Peter. So thanks, Al. Hi, my name's Peter Baudouin, and I'll be your host of today's Rainforest podcast. Today's guest is Laura Kilcrease the CEO of Alberta Innovates. And today she's here to discuss the upcoming InVentures Conference, which is one of Calgary's largest innovation events. So firstly, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peter. It's it's lovely to be here. So can you tell us about the InVentures Conference and why it's so important to the Alberta innovation community? Well, you know, we started InVentures in 2018. That was the very first year we held this. And we just felt that most of the rest of the world, including the rest of Canada, really failed to understand what was available here in the innovation and tech space. And yet sometimes, you know, what people can't see They can't kind of understand. So we decided what we needed to do is bring groups of people together so they could not just see the innovation going on, not just understand how, frankly, a lot of this is leading edge and world class, but frankly, they could come and do business with the people here. So our goal was have a convergence of entrepreneurs, innovators, investors together to do business And what I ask of everyone who comes to InVentures is have a positive collision. Meet someone you haven't met before. Reconnect with the people you know. But at the end of the day, do some piece of business. Learn something new. Find a customer. Find an investor. Find someone else to use your your technology. And I think if you walk away with just one of those things, you'll find it highly rewarding. And so I have attended the InVentures event and I, I do love it. I think you've got some great speakers, et cetera, great keynotes, but you've also got a great mix of speakers in the smaller salons, et cetera. And you always offer something new each year. So I guess the question is, what's new this year? Yeah, well, first of all, we every year we revise our, our tracks. This year we've added another track, but we've got six new ones and a seventh new one. So let me tell you about the tracks. This year, we're going to have future casting of work. What will work be in the future? What is it? Where is it? How will it happen? How's it different? What do we need to be able to work well together? And in that regard, Peter, we've got a couple of really phenomenal keynotes and and other speakers. We have Chris Shipley coming in, who's published a book with HR of Google and uh, Major General on how the similarities of differences of how people will work in the future. 
We have Tally Shrout, um, a professor at MIT and Harvard who studies this, and we'll be talking about that. And then finally, we have the New York podcast, Priya Parker, who's going to talk the art of collecting together, why we do it and how we should do it better. So, you know, that's just a, a little smattering of what's going to go on that track. Next, we have taming urban jungles. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, that's not just smart cities anymore. We know you can be in a smart city, be in San Francisco, be in New York. It's more than a smart city. We want to know how we tame it for our life, our lifestyle, and where we want to be. So this goes beyond the cities and beyond smart cities. This is what else we can do in that what we're now determining in our language to be the urban jungle of tomorrow. Third, game changing. I don't have to say much more about that, but look what's happening with digital, artificial intelligence, predictive technologies, not just the physical technologies. Some of the things going on in health are pretty darn amazing. Next would be cultivating ag tech. You know, here in Canada, we're the seventh largest exporter of food in the world, but there's still a billion people that are underfed. And yet... What can we do with technology in the ag sec? And, and you're going to see and hear from both investors that are actively investing. This is a high growth area in Alberta. We're leading the way across Canada with groups such as Kane, the Canadian Agri-Food Innovation Summit. And in fact, one of the things going to happen there with one of our partners, Thrive, a new accelerator here in Canada, will doing demo day with all the first cohorts of startups in the ag tech space. More to come on that. And Laura, I wanted to explore that a bit, at least the, the side of the investor, because I find that really interesting. Because when I, I think about Alberta Innovates, and I always think of your systems approach, the way you, you approach things and how you invest for the future. And traditionally, I'll admit, I, I know you guys as Alberta Innovates is helping universities commercialize technology, supporting emerging companies. How do you scale those companies? And then even helping corporates innovate better and faster. But InVentures as well, if I understand correctly, has a focus on attracting some private investors. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that angle? You know, if you look on the value chain, if I can call it that for investors, it starts with the three Fs, family, fools, and friends. And we've been very good at getting our friends and our families to help us get some of our ideas off the ground in Alberta. And then we typically go to the angel investors, right? And then VCs, then later private equity. But let me tell you, on the angel side, the latest report from NACO, the National Angel Capital Association, says we are underserved in our angel market. If I look at the latest statistics that were published uh, just recently, in all of Western Canada in 2021, had $168 million of angel investment into every company in, in Western Canada. Now, that compares to just Southern Ontario in terms of population equivalence, and yet they had a cumulative $577 million. That's less than a third. Guys, we got to get our checkbooks out, get our angels trained, and get them connected to these hot tech and innovation companies. And so one of my goals is make sure the angels are there, but not just the angels, then the VCs. And again, in the VC market, 2021 was a great year. We doubled the amount of venture capital uh, that was invested in the province. For that, I'm eternally thankful. But you know what? There's still more deals and we can, again, it's a disproportionately low amount of investment versus other 
regions that are as rich in innovation and tech as we are. So we want to make sure we bring more VCs in from outside of Alberta, outside of Canada, inside Canada, corporate VCs, family offices who invest in VC funds. And even this year, we'll bring limited partners, people who invest in VCs themselves to the table to meet those people. We want that whole investment chain available for our companies as they grow bigger. Yeah. And I'll follow up with that. I guess I want to explore because how big is the need for capital? Because there's, you know, like you say, 168 million across Western Canada from the NACO figures. You know, we said, well, again, there's always these different figures in different sources. But I think in 2020, we had about 455 million of venture deals and up again in 2021. We're hearing a good story, definitely a good story. But where do we got to be? Do we have to be at $2 billion? I mean, just like what's the scope of the size of the, 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 the potential funds we've got to bring to the province? I can't tell you a, a precise number, Peter. But what I can tell you is that $455 million that was reported from AEC into the venture capital was only 51 deals. I can also tell you there's 3,000 early stage companies in this province today in the tech sector. So 51 deals, 3,000 companies, there's a gap. Now, how much money needs to fill that gap? I can't tell you. But what I can tell you is by coming to InVentures, you'll see several hundred entrepreneurs. And when you see those entrepreneurs and what they're doing as a potential investor, it's a very rich environment from which to choose who you want to partner with as an investor, as a customer, as something else. And so that's why we bring these people together for positive collisions. So as I say, whether it's in ag tech, mission critical, moonshots, navigating to net zero, or indeed just redefining what capitalism in the future is going to be, all those subjects are going to be talked about with experts coming in from around the world and from our own backyard, because we have experts here too. Definitely. Well, let's talk about our own backyard for a moment, because how do you envision sort of the myriad of local innovation groups connecting in and collaborating with adventures? Because it's it's a journey for the entire ecosystem. So how do you want them plugging in? Yeah. Uh, so some of them are already plugging in directly because we encourage them to run some of their own programming in conjunction with inventures. And so they can have a very specific targeted group, an audience, but then they can also have a bigger audience with inventures. So we have groups like the Blockchain Association of Alberta. They'll be doing a couple of panels at inventures, but they also have their own event going on in conjunction with inventures. We have uh, Traction out of BC that is very much on the scale up and growth side. And they are going to come in um, from BC and run a couple of sessions. We have Nano Canada. We have Lethbridge College with their virtual reality programs and demoing with about 20 headsets, virtual reality, so people can go experience it for themselves. So there's a number more of these that, w- that we have, but we've actually, we've got about 15 of these direct partner groups that are working with us that are predominantly locally based. In fact, of all of them, there's only um, one that's not within the bounds of Alberta that is not resident here that will work with us on any of those seven themes. So we're bringing the best of the locals to the table, and we hope even more of the locals will come out to see and experience what this is about. Yeah, no, and, and the times I've been there, there's always been a good 
turnout that's starting. But I just recognize we've been not as active for the last two years. But but I want to just ask about others. Is there I mean, is there space at for beyond innovators as well? Because there's such there's a thriving arts group. There's the music industry. There's gaming industry. There's others. So are they do you eventually perhaps not this year, but is the goal to have the wider innovation community all plugging in to make this the, sort of the premier event? Absolutely. So it is an evolution. This year, you're going to see more in the creative arts side than you've seen before. And I won't uh, preempt the surprises that people will have the opportunity to experience there. Experience, not just see, not just listen to, but experience. We'll have more on the creative side because what we want to do is, is open up people's worlds to thinking differently and thinking about what's possible. Not what we are doing just today, but what's possible for tomorrow. And I think by bringing these other creative attributes around the conference, people get a means by which it makes them think differently. Now, creative means is not just the arts and, and technology, but you know, again, we'll have the Music Hall of Fame with multiple groups on Thursday night this year as another function, because when people drink together, break bread together, have coffee together, is when they start relaxing and finding those areas of common knowledge. And on Wednesday night, we'll also have a platform on its roof. We'll be bringing in food trucks and allow the community to come in and see, you know, what's platform all about? What's catalyzer that's within platform? How are we going to get new ideas going? So again, there are only a couple of those things, but there are actually many more. At the last Inventures, we had 30 other private events going on around inventures and we kind of encourage that because again there's something for everyone yeah and that's that's what does make it so special because is really that bringing everyone together yeah i mean you might you may bump into an executive of a fortune 1000 company there we still have keynote speakers to announce that will come out over the next six weeks but i can tell you there's some pretty amazing people coming the head of this Israeli space agency is coming, also head of cybersecurity for Israel. Someone from a major uh, corporation that I'm not allowed to say yet, who's in charge of all sustainability and new technologies for that large, very well-known company. But, but the kind of people who are there, it's not because they're just from a big company or a small company or an entrepreneurial company or an innovator or an investor. It's because the collaboration of all these people together makes magic. And I can tell you, the last real live inventures in 2019, within six months, there was $116 million of transactions done. And within the first year, even under COVID, it was a, approximately $246 million of deals done. So there's tracking of great success already. You see the success of the event. Absolutely. And this particular year, Peter, I hope that it's not just, again, exciting, new and different and ways that you can have your positive collision, but I'm also hoping that everyone can come out and reconnect with their old friends, but also meet their new partners. Because this is a time where we need to come together post-COVID and really kick butt with the rest of the world we actually here in Western Canada and Alberta specifically 
have an enormous amount to be proud of. We're just going to show you how proud we're going to be at InVentures. Just come out and experience it. Can I change a little bit? And so when you were looking back, when you were last on the Shift podcast, you'd mentioned that the innovation system has four parts and you, you described it as there's talent, technology, innovation, and capital. Those were the sort of the three uh, building blocks, which then we build on top of that with the Alberta know-how, right? And I wanted to ask, I guess, if we look forward and looking at Alberta's innovation journey, how do you see the innovation ecosystem needing to change? Because there's so much, you know, we're, we're entering a new time, I think it feels post-COVID, but what is it going to look like, the change going forward? I think historically, like all ecosystems, we start with general platforms, right? We have an accelerator or an incubator that does a little bit of everything for everyone, right? And, and because we don't have enough dominance in any one area. So we try and cover everything with one or two vehicles that can help. I think now we're going into the evolution of the ecosystem into the area of specialization. So now... We now have accelerators for companies in the ideation stage, in the I have a product to my first million dollar in revenue stage, and we have accelerators to scale up to 100 million faster. And we have them in very specific areas, in agriculture, in artificial intelligence, even in social impact, how we can make an impact. So I think our ecosystem is moving from general for everyone to specialization for those who need the specialization. And as we do that, we'll continue to grow the ecosystem. As we grow it in these areas of, of specialization, then it will be very much more attractive to other people who need to be part of our ecosystem or need to connect to our ecosystem. So an investor will come in for 20 or 30 clean tech deals but may not have been willing to come to look at 20 to 30 general deals that may have only had one or two clean tech opportunities in it. So again, I think we're going into the world of knowing where our strengths are and trying to convey that to the rest of the world too. And so I want to ask you about, you know, during your tenure at, at Alberta Innovates, you have introduced sort of new programs, you've helped the innovation system evolve, et cetera. And so we always look across the world and see, you know, obviously in Alberta, we are, you know, we, we have world leading industries. But when we look across the world with, with what other geographies are doing, is there one thing out there that says, oh, you know, we should be trying that here? Like, what should we be trying out there to go? Let, let's try something that's that's being done in another part of the world. Is there something that comes to mind? You know, we're all, always scanning for that. I, I think in this next year, we are going to be doing more in helping nascent industry become big industry faster. So it's not just the scale up at the entrepreneurial level, but we're going to be looking at big industries that we need to have a faster footprint in. An example will be hydrogen. Canada already supplies 10% of hydrogen as a fuel, as a green and alternative fuel to the rest of the world. And of that, about a third is coming directly out of Western Canada and Alberta specifically. We can do so much better, but we need to test for pipelines. How are we going to carry it on ships across the world? How are we going to combine the hydrogen molecule? 
and, and take it out of what we're storing in the carbon capture salt caves in the topography we have here. So I think we're going to do um, more with connecting large companies to small companies, uh, large companies who can both be buyers of technology, buyers of product, and ultimately, perhaps even buyers of companies. But that connection, I think, is going to be so important. And we'll do it specifically in some of our traditional industries. But that won't stop us doing it in new areas and or newer areas like artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and other areas that I'll put under our moonshot class. Because we at Alberta Innovates look at technology on a one to 30 year cycle. You will see what we're doing today but perhaps you didn't see what we did 20 years ago that started, you know, our, our, frankly, our excellence and our dominance here in artificial intelligence and machine learning. So we don't expect everyone to keep track of what we do over a one, five, 10 or 30 year period, but we'll bring it to your attention at InVentures to make sure you know what's coming. So can I ask then, I mean, for if listeners want to know more about InVentures, Laura, or are interested in attending, what should they do? First, go to InventuresCanada.com. Very easy to spell, InventuresCanada.com. Go look at some of the speakers that are already listed. And I say some of them. There's only about 20% of the speakers listed. We just put the site up uh, in the last week. Look at some of the keynotes. I think there's three keynotes listed. There will actually be five keynotes. Go look at some of the tracks and the speakers. They have local speakers, but every track also has international speakers. See the areas that are interesting for, for you and then sign up. You know, frankly, it's really cheap. The price on the site until recently was $199. I think it's now changed to $399. That's three full days of programming, lunch, breakfast, snacks, meetings, coffee, access to all the events outside of Inventures during the day, the Music Hall of Fame, the, the food trucks and everything we're going to do. It's a no-brainer. It's less than a cost of finding a single new customer. So it's not about the money for us. It's about the opportunity we're presenting. Go to InventuresCanada.com. Choose what you want to go see. Find out who you want to meet. Okay, well, thanks, Laura. I do want to say thanks for your time today and for discussing adventures. I already have my ticket, so I hope to see you there. Uh, I will see you there. You take care, Peter. So if you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. If you need software developers or you need software developed, New Idea Machine can make your ideas real. Visit newideamachine.com to learn more. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Might I suggest that you also give a listen to Shift. 
Shift by Alberta Innovates is a podcast that showcases the incredible work being done by Alberta innovators. Join hosts John Hagen and Katie Dean as they interview the researchers, entrepreneurs, businesses, and service providers that are shifting our perspective in everything from health to clean energy. Visit shift.albertainnovates.ca or your favorite podcast provider for more.